and welcome. Welcome. I'm Ambi. And I'm Kana. And if you're wondering why those days that didn't clink, it was like, it was like a, a low, like a, it was like a thud. Um, we're, we're actually drinking at a pool bar, um, pool bar lounge yeah. location in, in Brisbane. Yeah, the, uh, was it Next Hotel Pool Terrace and Bar? Yep, and the, um, well because it's a pool location, uh, we're drinking out of plastic cups. Yeah, I thought it's. I thought maybe they had major problems with glassing instant, you know, instances here, or and then Kana kind of indicated maybe they kind of could throw a glass off the the uh, the ledge here of where the pool bar is down to the mall underneath, which is about four stories below, which might be another safety problem. concern. Safety concern. Yes, yeah. Right. So again, the health and safety police have taken over the world, and we uh, can't drink glass. But anyway, I mean, it's a, I had no idea there was a pool in the centre of town. Yeah, it's a small one. It's just like a little lap pool. But on a hot day, it'll be pretty good. And I tell you what, on the weekend that's just been, it would have been very handy. Yeah, up to 40 degrees. 40, 41 or 40 yeah. ish What's so that in Fahrenheit? That's about... 100 plus. 100 plus Fahrenheit. That's pretty hot. But at the moment, I mean, it's not too bad. It's a, it's a nice balmy 30 degrees. Yeah, which is... Uh, what, 86? 86 Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Yep. So very, very lovely weather, actually, especially when the sun's not on yet. So I, I thought it was going to be a bit of fun for, for Kana and I, for all of our predominantly Northern Hemisphere listeners who are probably under five tonnes of snow at the moment, to hear us at a pool bar complaining about how it's been too hot. Oh, it's terribly <laughs> hot. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> Today's nice, though. It's been lovely, though, though. I learned a new term over the last month. Yeah? It's a, a cyclone bomb. I've never heard of uh, no, like a cyclone bomb. Oh, no, a winter okay. bomb. Or winter bomb. Winter bomb. Yeah, I, I just... It's a weird conjunction of words. It's just, I don't know, it's just the whole media thing, just, you know, over-hyping everything like you wouldn't believe. And, oh, you know, but it was pretty cold, I understand. Nah. It's been cold in the past. Yeah. They should just grow a pair. Has anyone heard of the Ice Age? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, according to somebody who is uh, suitably uh, empowered in America, you know, I think, I think he sent out a couple of tweets around, where's this global warming happening? <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> no, but we won't go there. That's no, just, no, that's no, no, rabbit no. No, we're not going to go there. Yeah. I did read the book, though, about that fire and fury. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. How yeah. was it any good? Um, I actually, I went, I went to actually read it. Yeah. And I, I, just, I just don't like that style of journalistic writing you know he said she said kind of oh, okay scenario even though um, so I, I actually downloaded the book and listened to it and I found a much easier way to um, get through it mm-hmm. in, in, in an audio format and I, I, I really I found, I, found, I found it quite amusing okay yeah, it's, uh, how do they approach that where it's like a he said she said thing like they don't have quote people I suppose they write in such a way it's like you know oh they write in a way so you know who's, who's saying what when yeah yeah. Like Steve Bannon then went on to say, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, or um, yeah. what's his face, you know, saying, I can't believe this shit, you know, says every day. You know, I can't believe this shit, this shit couldn't make up. Who says this every day? Um, no, he's now, he's now been retired. Um, oh. The, 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 the spokesperson, what's his name? Oh, um, oh I know, I know the guy. Spicer, Sean Spicer. Spicer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couldn't make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but, um, you know, I, I enjoyed listening to it. I don't know, um, well, some of it certainly rang true, I guess. Certainly make a bit of sense his take on it. 
Oh well, that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I'll be very interested to see, you know, give it a little while and see if it still stacks up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What are you drinking, by the way? I'm drinking a mountain ale. Mountain ale. Yes. Is it mountain goat ale or is it mountain ale? Mountain goat ale. Ah. I have to double check on that. Okay. Yeah. I've got a Cape Menteel Marmaduke Shiraz from the Margaret River in Western Australia. Oh, gee, fancy. <laughs> it sounds fancy. Is it nice? Yeah, it's quite nice, actually, yeah. I've, yeah. Um, I've reduced my drinking a little bit since uh, the new year. Oh, yeah? Is that part of the resolution? Uh, no, it's more like Mrs. Ambie's resolution for me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a choice. <laughs> Give it a few months. It'll be... Uh... Yeah, so uh, yeah, I've kind of changed some of the things that I eat and for a while I kind of went off alcohol for almost a whole week. A whole week? I know. Actually, it was over a week. Oh, okay. Did you get the shakes? No, actually after a while started getting used to it. But it was pretty hard at the start. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it's I, not something I, I'd voluntarily put myself through. Yeah, I probably still have a glass or so every day. I'll make an exception for you, Kana. I might have, have a two or three or yeah. four. <laughs> and for our listeners. <laughs> anyway, on to uh, our chat about diplomacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you've been working around in, in putting together a championship. How's that going? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've, I'm the tournament director, which is the very first time I've ever been a tournament director for the 1066 tournament. Uh, so this is obviously for the variant 1066, we're playing version 3, which is probably the most balanced of the three versions. Yep. And um, it's a... it's been a little bit more intense than I expected, just from a, a tournament director point of view. And look, you've obviously done this yourself when you kind of were the, effectively the game master tournament... well, not tournament director, a game master for the, um, the boss. You know, we're oh, having to yeah, coordinate yeah, yeah. all this type of stuff. Yeah, answer questions and things you yeah. wouldn't even imagine be... A question comes up at times. Well, I haven't, haven't really got that. It's just been more along the lines of um, just the amount of effort to organise all these games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. <laughs> I asked. I asked. Um, I put a post out actually out on um, on WebDip, and uh, Captain Meme I think kind of said he'd give me a hand because I was looking at whether I used um, what's it called? It's uh, Challenge or challenge or whatever you know the the, oh, the one that they use for the one versus one tournament yeah to make it yep. easier to kind of follow everything going yep and uh, when i kind of explained the way it's going to work he said nah don't do that because it's too complicated because he had previous experience with how challenge worked and he had no idea how to implement this particular tournament set of rules oh yes yep, so yep. the idea behind this is um a total of if you hear noises in the background someone's just got in the pool and it's obviously a little bit cool <laughs> Um, yeah, so what we're doing is we're playing nine, nine players are participating in the tournament, although that being said, one of them at the moment hasn't signed up and is saying he's having some difficulties signing up, which I can't work out what the issue is, but anyway, we'll see where that one goes, and if it doesn't go well, we'll have to try to definitely get another player. And Sometimes there can be issues when you're getting groups of people together to play a game or a series of games, and they might have blocked someone prior and make sure to double check their block list okay so let me give you okay so what this player has said was 
um, that he couldn't see. He, he wasn't very descriptive with what he, he said. Oh, I can't see it. And I said, well, I've sent you the links. And he said, oh, sorry, I still can't see it. I'm blind. And I couldn't work out, was he like literally blind? Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> or was he just saying, figuratively speaking, he was blind? Be figuratively. He's clicked on the link. And well, I wasn't sure about up. that because I was yeah. coming. I said, well, if you are blind, then, you know, your screen reading software should be able to do this stuff. You need to ask everyone in that particular group just to double check their... Um, blocked list that can sometimes fix that problem if there's someone who's gotten blocked then well, it could be a reliability rating issue you know did you put a restriction no like that I, didn't on put a, I didn't put a restriction on reliability no. rating okay. which would have actually knocked this person out because their reliability rating is pretty crap well okay so um, I have put a, a message out on the forum saying you know hey I'd like to have a, a backup player if someone's interested no one's shown any interest to that which is disappointing because we've already got two-thirds of the tournament already running. Ah, uh, yes, okay. So you need an extra player. Yeah. So, so uh, how many games this. have you got on at the moment? <laughs> One. Oh, you sound like you've got plenty of time. <laughs> Let me think about it. Would you Would you seriously consi consider it, think about it, if I needed uh, to? If you absolutely needed a player to step in, I'd... Yeah, okay. Okay. So the context around this is um, a total of... Sorry, there's three groups. There's a group A, group B, and group C. And within that group, because 1066 is a three-player game, yep. the idea is that everyone gets a... Sorry, more people in the pool, so more waves coming through. Hopefully the recording devices Hopefully you can hear that up. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully it's not one of those usual things where everyone says, Oh, I can't hear you. It's too <laughs> Turn up the fucking volume. Anyway, so it's... um. The idea is that everybody within their group gets to play the uh, each country twice. So you play Normans twice, you play as the English twice, you play as the Norwegians twice, and so that way you're actually playing against every player. Every player gets a chance to play against each other in different combinations and variants, if you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I understand, yep. And the idea being behind that, after the total of six games in each of the groups, rounds, the winner of each of those groups then will go on through to the grand final. Okay. Yeah. Is it gunboat? Yes. Okay. Gunboat, two, uh, 48 hour phases. Heaps of time. Heaps of time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have a think about it. Have a think about it. I'll try to get this, this blindness issue cleared up in one way or another with this particular player. But um, to be able to organise all this, I had to actually be added as a, as a temporary mod didn't that, I defeat yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Because one of the things about all this was the need to uh, allocate particular countries to particular players so that everything kind of ran as balanced as we could make it. And we actually thought that that was something that you could do as a game director when oh, you, you can't. create it, but apparently you can't. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's something Ollie might look at implementing in the future. Well, it was the, within the, the mod area, it was confusing what to do. And then, I can't remember who ended up telling me what to do, was it? Toby. Toby, it was Toby yep. one. Yeah, yep. it was. And um, once he explained it, it made perfect sense, but it's not clear based on the limited info provided in the mod interface. Well, I, I couldn't figure it out myself either. And I, <laughs> I've actually never done it, but because there's other mods who sort of knew that, yeah, how yeah. to do that, and they would just take over those particular requests. And actually, one thing I've, I've noticed from the inside is I like how you guys 
pretty much allocate jobs as they come in based obviously on who's got bandwidth or who's got skills in a particular area or maybe it just looks that way. Who's got the time and we're actually on top of it. I think, yeah, Ollie, since Ollie's come back, we've just managed to really smash out all of the backlog of stuff, which is really um, enjoyable. So now there's only uh, one active thing on the mod forum that we're, yeah. we're working on, which is great, you know, and that's a massive um, improvement on everything. That's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that tournament's, as I said, kicked off. Um, I think there's, I don't know, there's at least 10, if not 12 games going on, so yep. those other two group rounds are just ploughing through their games. And you really need another person, otherwise it will hold everything up. Yeah, but, you know... I've got another person if I need it now. Thank you very much, Kona. Ah, <laughs> well, I might soon be out of, the, out of the one game I'm playing anyway. Yeah, so how's your World War Four Sea Lanes game going? How's Japan oh, going? I'm getting hammered. You know, just, just when I thought I'd get on top of, you know, Manchuria. Philippines decides to attack me. And then even though Philippines now getting hammered by Oceania, he's still pressing the attack on me. <laughs> and Canada's decided to, you know, join in and Canada? see if he can't oh, you know, steal a few supply centres in my north. So I'm, 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 I'm under siege. I'm You're like Stephen Seagal. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm not, uh, not proving so good at defence. <laughs> if I could do some sort of, you know, crazy um, jujitsu turnaround, and yeah. yeah, but I'm just not managing it. Anyway, I had to steal a supply centre of Sly Pups, which is his uh, song. I felt a little bit bad about that, but... But wait, was it a legitimate steal, or you kind of said, look, I'm in a bit of a bind and I need a hand, can you throw me a supply centre? No, it was a steal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so this, what happened there, like Sichuan and Thailand have been working on me to, you know, flip on yeah. the song, and I really need Sichuan to be supportive of my position, otherwise I'm absolutely fucked in the red area. Um, and so he was like, you know, you need to attack some. It's like, well, I don't really have much of a choice in the matter. Yeah. And, you know, I'm down on supply centres. I'll lose one if I don't. So I just had to... If I'm going to survive, it's going to be as a client state. Is what it's looking like at the oh, moment. Oh, no. Yeah. You're going to be someone's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's worse scenarios to be than, um, you know, to be a naval power who's a client to a landlocked power oh, yeah. because it's a nice mutual yeah um, you scratch my back I'll scratch yours exactly yeah it can work in a way that um, you know a landlocked power a small landlocked power is not going to be as successfully subservient to a, la a large land power as well so so who's that likely to be do you reckon Sichuan or um, Sichuan or maybe Thailand no, it'll be Sichuan. God, the music's loud here, isn't it? It is loud. I'm a bit worried that people aren't going to hear us. You have to do some of your audio magic. <laughs> I don't have any audio magic skills. That's why people bitch and complain that they can't hear us. Uh, Maybe what we should do is, after we've had the drink here, we might go to another place. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds okay to me. There's a couple of spots down there, aren't there? Oh yeah. We'll work something out. Actually, if I remember rightly, there's um, there's an Irish pub just around the corner. Oh yeah, we can go to the Irish pub. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
go there. It's nice and quiet. Yeah, what cool. I remember. Yep. Well, we'll finish it. We'll keep talking for a little bit. So there we are. So if you, if you kind of can't hear us after 16 minutes or whatever it is, and you're thinking, oh, I can't stand this fucking thing anymore, hold out for another five more minutes. Hopefully, it's going to get better. Okay. All right. But mind you, we'll probably walk in there and there'll be like an Irish band that's <laughs> playing at full pelt. <laughs> <laughs> Kane will be up on the tables doing a jig. Doing a jig. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the Calvinist Scottish heritage there. I don't. I don't really do jigs or songs. Ah, okay. Yeah. What? Well, where's your Scottish heritage from? Um, the Highlanders. The Highlands. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. So it's. A, yeah, yeah. Clan Kana. Clan Kana. Clan McKenna. Clan McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but um, on singing, I'm not going to sing. I know we were asked oh, to request. <laughs> yes, Doctor recommended had another recommendation, which was after um, my very poor. I don't know why I just happened to go into some singing song for some reason. Or some tune. Some tune that you had no idea what the fuck I was doing and talk singing about. And he said, "Oh, that was that was hilarious. You guys should do that more often." Yeah, a lot of requests actually following on from that. Yeah, so uh, I think based on that, we both agreed that we weren't very good uh, at singing. And um, if it happens, it is purely spontaneous and unintentional, but we're not going to set that one up as a, a regular feature like the other, what the doctor recommended segment was. All right. So we'll take a, uh, a short break. We'll walk over to an Irish pub. And um, catch you guys there. Tell. Hey, folks, we're back. And um, in a quieter environment. And look, we've got real glasses this time. Kana just poured his beer all over my uh, my iPad. Thank you, Kana. Sorry, uh, Andy. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. That's all right. All right. So we're now we've actually we went to the the Irish bar, and whilst they didn't have anybody there, you know, an Irish band performing or anything that was suitably loud, it was quite loud. It was quite loud. You know, the yep. the downstairs area, even though there wasn't a huge number of people there, the um, acoustics were bouncing them around. They had their little audio system pumping out the tunes. Yes. And then we thought, oh, we'll go upstairs. It's got to be quieter up there. And you had two options, either out in the veranda, where you got shitloads of, of uh, car, traffic. car traffic, which we know people don't like, or you just kind of sat around in the, the top area of the bar with no one around being Nigel No Mates. And, <laughs> like this, and, it's, and it's like no air conditioning. It was fucking hot. So... We've made our way to Ryan's on the Park, which is a, a flash little bar. It's actually is part of the, is it the Treasury Hotel? It, it's kind of keeping with the theme of the last place, because the last place yeah. was a bar to a, um, a proper hotel. This is the thing, I suppose, that uh, people outside of Australia wouldn't probably get. We've got this really weird nomenclature around the word hotel. So oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. nowadays, everyone understands a hotel as you know where you go and stay when you're on holiday or business or whatever Trump like that. Trump Towers or whatever yeah, like that, yeah. and they'll tend to have a bar in it. Okay, that's the type of place that we've been to today. So both here and also the other place. But historically, a traditional Australian hotel is just a bar. It's just a pub. Yeah. yeah, and the reason they were called hotels was because of the licensing conditions, so that they can actually sell alcohol. The law basically meant, well, you can only sell, back then, you can only sell alcohol if you provided accommodation. So So they had a few rooms above the bar. They always had a few rooms above the bar. Yeah. 
and <laughs> and nowadays, of course, no one in their right minds would ever stay in these places. I stayed and in one uh, when I first moved to Brisbane. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah, it was cheap and close. Oh, it's cheap. It's cheap and, it's cheap and, and, and great. Nice and close to the pub. Yeah, it was perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at about you might kind of get to sleep about two o'clock or three a.m. depending on when they kind of you know stuck in a little bit quieter. I'll just take a photo of inside here. But and I mean, I've, okay, it's kind of um, I don't know if, if anyone's actually visited um, Southeast Asia and they've stayed in a in a dirt cheap backpackers mm-hmm. accommodation. Well, that was the sort of accommodation that's above this pub mm-hmm. in the hotel, essentially. How's your wine anyway? That is nice. I like that. What is it that you're drinking? You're drinking this. It is a Schottbrook GSM, so a Grenache Shiraz Mouvoudier from the McLaren Vale in South Australia. Okay, and I'm drinking drinking a Little Creatures Pale Ale, and it's looking very, very dark for a pale ale. For a pale ale, that looks like there's some major sediment in the keg. (laughs) Still nice. Did it taste good? Yeah, Little Creatures is nice. Little creatures, you can't go wrong. I love their. Um, what's their normal one they make? Uh, it's a lager, isn't it? It's a lager. Ah, no, it's pale ale. I don't know. Yeah, I buy it by the six pack sometimes. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you can get it for, a, a, I mean, everyone just calls it little creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is obviously a different. Oh, that's right. Brew. This is so the Rogers, isn't it? The Rogers. The yeah. Rogers little creatures. When you want a good Roger, you get a Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> The, um, there, was a, there was a cider company in Tasmania, and it was um, Dickens Cider. And of course, that got more and more funny as the night goes on and on and on. Try saying that fast a few times. Hmm. That's right. Yeah, so actually, I just realised, so we, we, we uh, last got together just before Christmas, didn't we? Uh, yeah. How was your Christmas? Brilliant. Yeah? Um, what did I do? Oh, we, we ended up just going. We ended up going out for a barbecue, which was quite nice. Just yeah. Getting out and in the sun, or not really the sun, in a bit of shade, and yeah. you know, cooking up some sangers and some burgers. It's good. Yep. Any yeah. family up in Queensland? Uh, at the don't, time, I don't know. No family up in no Queensland. No family. Um, but caught up with family over that period. Like my brother was up um, oh, okay. over that period with his um, recent young son, um, second. So caught up with. You know, my nephews, so uh-huh. that was uh, nice to see them. That's good. Yeah, yeah. How about yourself? Good Christmas? Yeah, yeah, it was a good Christmas. I mean, it was a warm day. We, we kind of, we, um, for the first time in a number of years, we were the venue for the day. Oh, yep, yep. So we had my parents over, my sister and brother-in-law and their kids who were up from Sydney swung by. They'd been over at his parents' place over in yep. Toowoomba. Uh, earlier in the day, and my Mrs. Amby's mum was there, Mrs. Amby's dad, and his second wife was there. So, oh, um, okay, yeah, it was it was good. It was a nice, it was a good time. Okay, uh, that's, you know. that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what you want. And the great thing about it, which we did, we learned from a friend, was we did sweet FA when it came to cooking. You know what I mean? We kind of made the effort to go off and buy all the everything beforehand from uh, the local, well, one of the IGAs that kind of yeah, had some really good platters and shit. Yep. So you know we got the the, the you know the Christmas ham and some pork and these salads and everyone else brought a salad. 
um, you know, you had the old Christmas pudding and everything in there, and all you had to do was literally just like, oh, and of course, you know, being it's Christmas in Australia, yep. prawns, prawns and crabs, you know what I mean, and yep. all that type of thing. So apart from the prawns and crabs, which obviously just we chucked in the fridge, and the salad chucked in the fridge, everything else just threw it into the oven, warm it up, bang. It was yeah. great. You didn't have any hassle about cooking and shit. Yeah. There you go. Christmas in Australia. Christmas in Australia. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's, this is weird because like, with our, this is obviously because of the coming to another venue, we're kind of like kick-starting the show the off all over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, really, we should. We should sort of jump into the next sort of bit now. You're, you're involved in a Pirates game, aren't you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is an anonymous game where um, about half the players have already been knocked out. I'm still in the game, but obviously being anonymous, I won't go into any detail that gives away who I am and everything like that. But I have talked about this game before where there was clearly one player uh, who was doing well. I think we talked about this just before oh, Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. And in fact, he's continuing to do well and is getting perilously close at the moment to soloing. And because okay. this is a winner-take-all game... Uh, it makes that uh, obviously an extra added dimension. And it's got a fair number of points. There's like about 250 points or so at play here. Okay. And one of the problems is there's, there was um, a player who NMR'd or whatever, and then somebody bought in oh, in a junior type of player. Nova. And uh, we've been saying, hey, I kind of got in touch with him and said, hey, look, you know, uh, this other guy, he's, you know, in danger of winning. You know, if he solos, I get nothing, you get nothing. You know, we're, we're totally stuffed. So yep. join this, this grand rebel alliance trying to stop this guy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 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 I'll do that. And then I don't know what the fuck happened, but all of a sudden everyone starts, you know, they, they start having this bitch-slapping contest between this new guy <laughs> and a couple of his regional powers. And it's like, guys, get your fucking act together. So there has been, even just today, I've been kind of liaising with everyone and saying, look, look, look I've, I've had another word to this, to this dude. He's... Um, happy to kind of pull his head in and uh, and everyone's like yeah 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 that's all good except for one player who's kind of sold me like nah he's a fucking dickhead he's not going to fucking listen to it's like no just give it a chance and if he doesn't kind of deliver the goods then slit his throat okay or or alternatively come up with this cunning plan to slit, kind of, to slit the guy's throat in an in autumn, like at the end of the phase, that we've got a guaranteed elimination. Either I'm fine with, but we can't have this player going around going rogue when he has nothing to gain from it. Yes, and that's probably a danger of having a new player come into a game where they haven't really been invested in it from the start. Yeah. Um, because it could go either way with that. And it sounds like he might. He's, he's, well, he's coming and he's stirring the pot. We've had this conversation before around, you know, when players um, buy into a game, where it's like, remember I told you, I think it was the, uh, the last recording or the recording about that, where someone bought into a game for a player that was just literally about to be eliminated. Yeah, And that's right. the idea being we thought, well, maybe they're just doing that to be able to get around the rules about how many, when you start off, you know, how many games, if you kind of buy into a few games, that allows you to... Um, build up whatever your credibility is to join more games. You know what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that only kicks in once the game is finished. Finished, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but we kind of worked out, obviously, you didn't work that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the Pirates game's going on. Um, it's a bit of fun. I reckon it's the way it's going at the moment. I hope that we can kind of get our, our, our shit together and stop this player from soloing. 
So you must but, be talking about um, the Portuguese de la Sueva. Oh yeah, I wasn't going to give away names, Kana, but yeah, sure, you can... Suever. But that kind of now... Indi- actually, well, you must be talking about him, because he's the only one. He's got 25 supply centres, right? He's got six builds. Yes. And the next player is Daniel the Exterminator Montbars. And he's been really good to deal with, because yeah. um, he and I were in a bit of a bit of a conflict until we kind of worked out we really need to get our shit together before Bart yeah. kind of... Before, yeah, Bart... Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Yeah, Bartholomew. Everyone's just calling him Bart. (laughs) Bart, Portuguese guy. (laughs) Well, let's see. So, yep. um, What else has been going on? Oh, yeah. um, So, outside of VDIP, in other parts of the diplomacy Diplomacy world. world. Yep. What's um, happening at you know So, at the moment, the Tournament of Time uh, tournament has kicked off over at Playdip. Oh, Fantastic. So this was the tournament that's been put together by No Pun Intended, yep. who we've obviously interviewed in the past, yep. back in episode whatever. Yep. Go, go check the, the website <laughs> and you'll find out, or, or iTunes. And um, so this is a series of games where we've got a, um, a team of four players. You were meant to play in this, but you decided you got, you got chicken feet. Yeah, yeah, I had or, to pull it. Chicken feet. What is it? Weaker <laughs> than knees. Weaker than knees, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made some pitiful excuse and then pulled out. <laughs> anyway, so um, so this is a thing that's been put together by No Pun Intended over at Playdip. And the idea is you have these teams where you've got one nominated player from your team who participates, but there is a, a team-based environment if you want to be able to talk around strategy and so forth. And then, so one player will play for one game, another player will play another game, and there's some convoluted, which I don't really understand because I'm not very good at managing these type of things, uh, way that you kind of progress over time into the tournaments. But because some some games in the tournament have more play, more players and less players because of the number of you know players who can play the game, there's some buy system I don't really understand. But I'm, will it become apparent whilst you're playing it? It may become apparent. Yeah. So, um, episode nineteen it was, folks, when we interviewed no ah, pun intended. Yeah. What episode are we up to, by the way? Now uh, we are now up to twenty-six. So this will be twenty-six. 26. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I think this current game is kicked off, and it's a game that's being played um, within. Is it Ambition and Empire? Is that what it is? That I think playing? it might be that. Yeah. So um, the one thing that's been interesting in that perspective is. And, and, well, just more broadly, one thing I like that No Pun Intended has done, to be able to facilitate these conversations, they're using Slack, which is like this online collaboration environment that normally businesses tend to use for project management and teams and trying yeah. to work out who's doing what and okay. whatever like that. Yeah. But um, they've currently got it, so you, you have like all these little Slack groups, or sorry, there's a big Slack group, but then you've got these little channels so yeah. every dynasty, which is like a team, have their own little area that they can safely talk in. No pun intended as a member of everything, so you can kind of see it all as the tournament right. director, yep. which is fine. Yep. But then they've also created, for each, in, sorry, each individual game, you can kind of create um, what they're calling a, an embassy. So it's like an embassy between uh, the team that we're currently playing in for Ambition Empire is playing as Denmark-Norway. Denmark-Norway, I think. 
So, you know, we have an embassy with, with the Spanish and with the Prussians and with the British. Oh, so you can have these conversations oh, yeah. between team mem- but all the members of the team in this area. Oh, okay. Which is good, except yeah. for then you, if you kind of accidentally organise your, um, your email settings to tell you when every single fucking message comes through. Oh, you get hammered. 50 million emails. And yeah. Okay. So I must admit, from my point of view, as a non-playing member of this game, I much rather prefer just, you know, dipping in, dipping out, occasionally providing advice, but, you know, allowing the, yeah. allowing the team member to run their own game. That's okay. my strategy. That's your strategy anyway. I see how it works for you. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, I've, I've actually come across an, a, 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 an app. It's, a, it's an app. I hate that word. It grinds my teeth whenever I hear this word, app. But, you know, so it's an application. Um, oh, is that what that means? Um, And it's called Conspiracy. Now, at the moment, it's only on Android um, tablets and phones. Uh, You can't get it on iPoo technology. Um, But, uh, look, it's, it's basically... What it is, is it's straightforward diplomacy for your phone. Okay. When a turn is ready to be made, you get a notification on your phone saying that there's a turn ready to go. Um, it's got your standard settings. There's uh, gunboat or full press. Yep. Um, you have. Uh, you have a. I don't mind the look of this. A reliability rating that comes along with it. Can I get you um, to send me a couple of like screenshots? There's. Um, the, That's the, your so profile. this is my profile. So. You can see there's got more hair on, in your on, profile. I've got a bit more hair on it, you know. I've got a cigarette in the mouth, and I've got my yep. beard, and uh, I've got my reliability. It's at 91 percent. Um, it starts at zero, ah. and it gets better until you get to 100. So I've rather than the other way, which is like you start, start at 100, 100 and go backwards. And go backwards right? <laughs> so, you have to prove so that's a really cool little thing. It's got this ranking. You can look at uh, your stats. Um, mm-hmm how well you're going, what countries you've played, and the evolution over time of your um, your ELO ranking, which is a really cool little okay. um, graphic. Um, other, other really cool things which are happen on this one is you've got, you know, you can look at the stats on how many players there are straight up, how many Holy games shit. which have how many been played. Okay, so Kane is showing me all of these stats, and there's like three and a half thousand players. Sorry, not three and a half thousand, three... Sorry, blah, blah, blah. start again. Three hundred and fifty thousand players. Yep, and um, it's also reckoning that there's eleven thousand seven hundred eighty-three games played. Right now, um, is it right now yeah. or total? Total. Ah, okay. Um, so, and then it gives a breakdown on the classic and gunboat. What's games. the difference between classic and gunboat? Gunboat's gunboat, um, and classic is is non-gunboat. Non-gunboat, full normal, press. Normal press. Normal press. Um, and then you've got your top one hundred players on the site. Um, now, even though it says, you know, and, and yeah, that, that, that's also really cool. Um, is, this, is this a paid app or is this a free app? A freebie. Um, it, it's easy to navigate in where you sort of go. Like if you want to join a game, you can press this button. You're limited to five if your liability is above 70%. Right. Um, if it's below 70%, you're limited to two. And when you start... You're limited to two games, right? Um, and you can see straight away um, how many empires are available, what sort of hours that are expected of you, and everything. Yeah, it's all pretty standard for us who have played a lot of diplomacy there. 
Um, messaging, I've only played gunboats, but that would be where your messaging comes up. Yep. Um, you've got notifications, so that's what you'll see, and it's just a list of things which has happened inside the app that it informs you on your phone, this has happened. Mm -hmm. you know, something's happened in conspiracy. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, um, that's another little, really cool little uh, doobie what's it in that it's, it's kind of, you know, we have notifications on WebDip and PlayDip I'm sure me has notifications and BDIP has notifications, mm -hmm. but um, it's nicely tucked away inside a little spot where you sort of need to find it to, to do that. Um, like I said, there's the profile, invites and my games. Um, now coming on to, I click onto the mind games. I've got five games, I've, actually four games are active. And, no, no, five games now. Um, I'm only playing gunboats. And so, wait, sorry, the little um, flag in the corner, is that who you are? That's correct. So you okay. can see which country you're playing. And that comes to one of my first bugs with it, um, is that when you're inside the map, it's not immediately apparent what country you happen to be playing as. When it loads. Um, so, for instance, I come down here, I'm playing Turkey, I recognise that flag yep. as Turkey. Um, it's this game here. Yep. And you can see, it's so pretty. It is. It is. It is a very pretty um, kind of uh, setup. Mm. You can zoom into a limited extent. You can zoom out just by pinching and moving mm -hmm. your fingers around like a normal um, screen up. Up here, you've got up and down arrows. I mean, if you go back in time, you can see what moves um, were made, and it's really quick loading, which is really Far out. nice to see. Sorry, I am very impressed by this app. I'm not going to go off and totally get rid of my iPoo phone. But this is impressive. If you've got it, actually, honestly, I'd, I'd be saying anybody who listens who has an Android phone, it, this is worth, if it's free. It's a free one. It's a free one. It's um, worth giving it a go. I've, I've got a couple of caveats, um, but I'll, I'll get into okay, that after okay. I sort of, you know, highlight all the really cool stuff that's happening okay. on it. Keep, um, keep, keep all the cool stuff going. So, for instance... I've got a set of orders here as Turkey, um, yeah. and I'll, I'll, it, it's it's um, interactive interface, so you need to tap and move and things to get orders to happen. So I'll actually uh, give this to kind you. Kind of like the play dip thing. Yeah. Um, okay. And we have interactive maps on B diplomacy as well. You know. You oh, tap yeah, they give me the shits. So I can't work them out. Well, this is um, it in a nutshell. <laughs> now, uh, one of the things though um, for convoys, yes. it's actually you need to enter convoys. As a convoy order, for instance, um, I want Ankara to move to Romania via the Black Sea. Okay. Okay, so Amby, you, you do that for me. Okay, so, so what I'm doing, so at the moment, just so to give, to give um, everyone context, there's a Turkish fleet in the Black Sea. The army that uh, Kana wants me to convoy is in Ankara. Uh, there is a Austrian army in Romania. So uh, I would assume that one would either click on Ankara and just go straight to Romania and then set some other things. I'm going to try that. I'm going to go Ankara. Yep. And there's a little options coming through. There's like yes. an arrow, which means move, I assume. A shield, which presumably means hold. A arrow with a kind of a an arrow coming in at another angle. So I'm guessing that's like a support move. Yep. Uh, two shields together, which I guess would be a support hold. And, there's and this other funny thing that looks like a, an arrow coming down and bouncing off a I don't know, a glass of, well, sorry, a dish of water. And uh, I'm thinking that might be cancel? 
But I don't, that would no. be your convoy. Convoy. Yep. Oh. Yeah, of course, cancel would be more like a cross. Okay, so we've got the anchor rope. So I'm going to go uh, move with an arrow. Oh. And then it highlights Armenia, um, Smyrna, or Constantinople. So clearly, that's not the way that works. So I'll click on convoy. Yep. And then I'll go click on Romania. That's nice. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so that bit's done. So yep. then I have to probably click on Black Sea and go convoy Ankara to Romania. Yep. Is that and right? It is, and it visually shows you that it's convoying it like by that. bouncing off the boat. That's kind good. Of, kind what, of cool. What's your problem? Well, there is no problem. It was something I had to figure out. Like I, um, oh, we can't I'd, help I'd but like you're not very bright, Kana. And let's say I want um, Sevastopol to support that move. Yes. Okay. Oh, I could have go. done that. Or oh, and Bul then Bulgaria. The Bulgaria to or support, support Ankara, Ankara to Romania. Romania, yep. There we go. There you are. I reckon it's going to fall now. Well, one more thing. I need Smyrna to go to the Aegean. Okay, so Smyrna, move Aegean. Yep. And then All the orders same, entered. All of our orders, orders are entered. Resolution um, as soon as possible, resolution at deadline. That's nice. So it gives us your choice. Do you want to resolve all the orders when the time is up, or do you want to resolve the orders once everyone enters? But then the, the options are either later or yes. Well, yeah, isn't so it just a case of you pick one and then it says yes? Well, if you, if you hit later... Later. Yeah. See you later. Okay. It, it doesn't enter your orders into the system. Ah, okay. Yeah. So you That's still need silly. to hit this I save my order button, which is flashing at the top. Oh, that looks like upload. Yeah, you're, upload. so you're uploading your orders to this. Yeah, so Resolution has been at, and am yes. I able to press yes? Yep, yep. Are you happy with those set of moves? I'm, I'm happy with it, yep. That's, that's what I want to occur. Okay. And then it's it's been sent. Now it's... Um, it's you it's, sure you don't want to take, attack Greece? Because I'd actually move Bulgaria to Greece because it's undefended. Oh, but then you'll dislodge Romania and it'll go to Bulgaria. Yes. Mm. So I want to set this up so that I can support um, Aegean into Greece yes. yeah, later on. Okay, now, in a nutshell, it's a very nice looking app. And you can zoom in, um, so, so, so Kane has just gone, zoom in, zoom out with his little pinchy arrow fingers things, which is very much like an iPad, iPhone. iPhone. I, didn't, I didn't know Androids can do that. Uh, it's just software, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, another cool thing here is, you know, I can go to the stats and it gives me a, a graph on what's happened in-game. You mean a graph? Graph? Graph. It's a graph. God, you can tell you from su the southern bits of Australia. You probably say castle as well, don't you? Castle, yeah. It's a castle, damn it. Castle, you dickhead. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. Um, so I'll have to, I'll go back here and then I'll go back to the home screen and back again. All right. Now, having said all of that, I mean, it's a very beautiful app. It's doing what it's intended do yeah yeah I can't see anything wrong what's wrong with it there's two things which are a downside to it one is okay from the more um, eats all your battery no no it doesn't eat the battery at all. Oh, okay. but one from a more um, you know, like an umbrella concern about it is there's no community there's, oh, no, yeah. there's no sort of forum in there where you, just, you play and that's it you play and that's it okay Yep. So there's no place where you can really, and it, unless you jump onto their Facebook page and leave a post, you know. Nah, fuck that. Exactly. Um, so uh, there's no sort of inbuilt feature there that you're sort of saying, oh, if 
give me advice, hey, that was a great game, fancy another one. There's an invite system, yep. but there's no, um, I, I feel like PlayDip and WebDip and VDip have really done very well in encouraging community. Yep. Yep, there's, there's a sense of, um, you know, we're part of something here, whereas this one that doesn't, I don't feel that as mm-hmm. such. And that leads into the second uh, issue, which I've, I've found, um, is that because there's not that sense of community, even though there might be a ton of games played, there might be a ton of players registered, mm. how many iPhones are out there, how many, how many phones are out there, and how many people have gone, hey, that looks like a fun game to play, jump on. Oh, ah, it's not for me. Enter one rule, one one order. Oh, I've got to wait in the day. Uh, delete it. Right? Mm. And that bears out for me in the sense that I've played two games already that are finished. Yep. And in each one of those two games, everyone else NMR'd. Everyone NMR'd? Or CD? Yep. When it started going against them, they just CD'd. Oh, so this is this is something that's been raised before as part of that that pet peeves segment we used to do, where I think a number of players talked around the whole idea of surrendering. People just go, ah, fuck this, and just just give up the game. Now, in a community-orientated forum like what we play in, you know, VDIP, WebDIP, PlayDIP, that has significant um, downsides to. You know, so I'd be interested when, when people do that. Does that affect their reputation? It does. You know, their, their reliability plummets. You know, the Elo ranking goes down, and have to really, you know, bring that back up again. You know, you know. but there's no um, there's no direct ramifications to you as a person or you as a contributor to a community because there's no community inbuilt in the app. That's um, so. so I'm, how many I'm games? How many games have you finished? I finished two games, and you won both. I've won both because you know I started this, doing this well. This seems and to be a bit of a thing it. for you, isn't it? You know, you seem to always win hollow victories when people just throw the game. Yeah, yeah. So this is these are hollow. You must victories. be so pissed off. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's, it's when actually, can you? Yeah. That's why you need to play the ten sixty six tournament because you hopefully will at last be you know claim a victorious crown that you rightly deserve. I'll think about it, or you'll get eliminated. Well, I'll get eliminated, and you know. But anyway, back to the back to the app. Um, yes. You know, I mean, it's developed by some French guys, you know, free, free Pierre and Pierre and Bob, and actually, I've. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Uh, some French dudes. It's developed by some French guys. Okay. Um, and they're you know, and and so they're they're, they're looking at putting in you know variants into it. Um, oh, okay. And I, How about I, I would putting in a community. That would be one thing. Putting in a community, putting in the ability to. They've got um, an option here for invitations. Well, how does that work? Because I reckon that's the type of thing you'd you wouldn't want to invite anybody unless you actually knew who they were and you've been part of the community, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, once you played a game with a person, that person shows to be reliable, then you can add them to your contacts, and that would be how you sort of. Oh, do it like that. so it's like um, diplomacy dating. In, in a way, oh, yeah. yeah, but it's not really, um, you know, like a, like a form of discussion side of things. Um, but, you know, I mean, this, this it's, it's only been up and running for, you know, less than a year. Now. Okay. Um, it's, it's got tremendous potential. It'd be really cool for there to be an option to make 
uh, reliability as a function on game creation. Yep. You know, you can't join the game if you're below 70%. Yep. You know, um, and also having your ranking as a, as a, as a element on game creation. You can only join a game if your ranking is above, you know, 2,000, say, whatever it is. Yeah. Where, you know, knock out all of those newbie players who are just trying, giving it a go. Yep. They nah, can just play against each other. They can just play against each other. Um, yeah, yeah, so... I don't know, just as, as it's got some really good points, it's got some, you know, a couple of yawning downsides. Um, and I hope that, you know, I'm, I'm going to stick with it for a while because it's, um, you know, it's just a nice way to play a gunboat of diplomacy well, as, a, as, a, as I said, real it's, pressure. it's a really nice set of maps. I think it, it kind of visually works really well. I know you kind of obviously thought I'd fuck up with the, you know, the ordering yeah, system. I you going to screw up But that's that. an easier ordering system in my books than Playdip. Um, and and Playdip's, you know, not, I mean, most people would work out how to use it. It's a schmuck like me that suck it up all the time. Um, and as I just said, I'm not very good at the, the point and click interface even with, with VDIP. So um, that's, that's really interesting. I think you're right. I think if they had something which was like a proper community side, that yeah. would really, really, could really take that. To that. And um, then if you kind of expand it out into the, you know, the uh, Apple universe, that would be a big difference too. But because it's free, I'm, I know that I saw a little, you know, make a donation button. Yeah. But I wonder, is it just like a labour of love, or is it something that you know, if they want to, if they're looking at this as a, as an actual financial model, how they can, you know, make well, a crust I, out of it. Maybe it's just a side hustle thing. I, I'm sure it's got to be a labour of love because you can't rip off intellectual property and make a profit off it. Well, well Playdip has a paid subscriber community. I don't know how it really works. I mean, I, I and, and this has been one of Ollie's concerns around. He's never wanted to make a um, uh, Game of Thrones, a Game yeah, of Thrones variant, for example, uh, Middle or Earth, Middle yeah, Earth, yeah, or Star Wars, or anything like that, where there's intellectual property involved, because he doesn't want, you know, one of those big bodies coming in and just going shut this down, and, yeah, or, or yeah. worse, taking him to the cleaners. And um, I don't know. I think that's a. I mean, you can kind of dress up a, a diplomacy game and call it by another name, but. In essence, it's a diplomacy you know, game. I'm pretty it's sure straight out kind of, you know, you've got a cease and desist letter and you say, if you don't do this, we're going to take you to the courts and do you over. He'd be pretty silly to ignore them. <laughs> yeah. You go, oh, okay, you'll just shut down the website again, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then yeah. you go, oh, well, what's the point? So, and then if you're going to do that, well, why not just keep it as a labour of love? And that's right, you know, I mean, have a donate button for anyone who likes the app. Maybe that's the way around it. Maybe, you yeah. know, it, it's not a, there's, there's no compulsion to pay, but if you want to donate, you can. You can, yeah. And it's accepted. That's not a bad way of doing it. Well, that's how WebDiff does it. Um, well, yeah, WebDiff's got a donate thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah uh, VDIP doesn't, but, but doesn't, you know, but Ollie said Ollie's before he's not interested such an in awesome guy. I think you're thinking whether we have like a little donate thing for the podcast. So again, we can people can donate for, you know, our drinks. <laughs> our drinks. Well, they, they can sponsor <laughs> our drinks. To another one, yeah. Or, um, or if people think that you know our recording gear is pretty shit in some loud venues, whether we kind of you know get some money together for proper mics. Or if you um, donate enough, Ambi will sing. You know, 
Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give him Baba a black <laughs> sheep or something. <laughs> I'll, sing, I'll sing all the hits from the top 40. <laughs> It'll be a special, special side edition. <laughs> Although we might have some intellectual property issues about that. Oh, you could just sing like um, the chorus of each yeah. of the top 10. Either oh, that or yeah, a bit of, bit of you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, a bit of Thunderbolts and Lightning. It's very, very frightening. <laughs> yeah, no, anyway. no notice, Doctor, I did that with no harmony. So you have to chip in some money if you want some harmony, mate. <laughs> Got that? <laughs> hey, we're almost yeah, finished yeah. the drinks. We should and probably grab another one and then um, a, um, move on a little bit. Yes, and after the after this break, you were going to talk about the Punic Wars that's coming up. Oh yeah, we, we, we're still kind of slowly making our way through a, a long run sheet. And some other wicked stuff that's happening over the lab, so. Oh, wicked, wicked, wicked. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> right, let's do a cheers thing again. Oh yep, and we're back. That's a nice one. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Hmm. Uh, I like that. Mine's got a nice aftertaste to it. Oh, we didn't give tasting notes. Yeah, no, give us yours. So, what's what's mm. yours? Mine is um. <laughs> it's uh full of berries. Okay. It's it's very berry. Um. A little bit of fresh wood. Mm-hmm. But not too much. <laughs> One time when uh, Mrs. Amby and I were we were on a um, uh, bit of a holiday thing and we went to some vineyard. I think it was in it was in New Zealand at the time. And we went to some um, like tasting room or whatever. Yep. And I started having this wine and he said, Oh, so what do you think? So I started going, Oh, it's 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 got berries and and then I just started going on to this all this other stuff was like oh it's kind of almost tastes like a bit like a it's an afterbite like a taste of a dusty floor <laughs> and he goes oh yes that, that would be blah 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 I was like oh, okay <laughs> uh, you, tr- you trod with where uh, few would tread there Andy well, yes. I wouldn't know where to start so, so um, mine's full of berries. How did? How was your Rogers, by the way? Oh, it's an ale trying to be a stout. And yeah, but, but it's still, you know, it's got that nice bitter. Um, but not too bitter. It's not overpowering. Yeah, it's a bit like you. Bitter, but not overpowering. <laughs> a bit like my diplomacy <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. It's like your diplomacy skills. <laughs> Anywho, so we said we we're going to be talking about the, the lab, and there's a number of things happening over that lab. Yep. Um, Ambie's been involved with several of them. Um, yeah, I've, I've been a, a good little camper contributing towards the um, the community. So um, I've actually recently, you know, I think the last episode we talked about the Punic Wars game I was in. Yes. And. Um, that was a good little game. I enjoyed that. And that's now and finished. For our listeners who are just tuning in, that's uh, based in around the Punic Wars. Italy. Well, the, they're more like the first Punic the, War. The first Punic War. Yeah. So this was a game that I won. Ka-ching. Unfortunately, it didn't make much difference because it was like in the lab. Pat yourself on the back there, Ambie. Well done. Yep, feel good for yourself. So I was playing as the, um, who was I? I was the Greeks, the Hellenic. Anyway, 
So um, all I want to kind of mention about this particular map, apart we've talked about, sorry, we aside did, from we what we talked about yeah, before, yeah. was I soloed this game, but it was a real, real hard slog to do that. Like some people, some people kind of said, actually, I think Flame, in reconfiguring the map later on, said, oh, look, I need to make it easier, you know, for the other players because obviously the, the Greeks have got so much of an advantage, you know, the way that, you know. And it's like, no, this was really, really hard. The way the territories are connected, it's very difficult to defend yourself with the okay. number of units that you've got based on the supply centres that you control. It's a four-player game. Yep. And you won, but each of the other players are still on the board. Yeah. So that itself sort of points towards being a... Um, and what, yeah, yeah, what made yeah, it challenging, yeah, I guess, from my point of view, was it wasn't like a normal game where you like uh, just ally with someone and everything would go well, either you stab them, they stab you, or whatever, and then things would flip, you know. It, it wasn't like solid alliances, like literally... There was no alliances in this game. Everyone was just constantly knifing each other. <laughs> and, like, no alliances. And what made it hard also was... It wasn't gunboat or anything, but, like, I think... I, I don't know if... Uh, I think maybe all the players, except myself, <laughs> spoke Russian or Ukrainian or whatever. <laughs> so I don't think that's a national play style, though. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe that's, that's the typical <laughs> Russian way of, of, of you know. <laughs> just, don't worry about making friends. Just knife everybody. <laughs> anyway, so it wasn't necessarily conducive to you know working together. I think it was actually public press that wanted to hit. So the public press, there wasn't private press though. So uh, there was like I think I'll even show you now. Like here in the uh, the global comments, there's like all this Russian that's being discussed. <laughs> so at one stage I kind of replied back you know in Russian because I, I said before I've done like a year of Russian at university and I replied back you know Angliski you know how about some fucking English <laughs> and they replied back in Russian it's like oh fuck <laughs> okay. anyway uh, I just want to say I'm looking forward to this map making it out I've, I've said other things before about some things I, I think can be improved like some of the visual design around the shape that it, it, uh, Italy's in it's a and lovely was, looking map. And there was like a, a little bit of confusion on one of the territories that has since been renamed uh, because the three-letter acronym didn't really match up very well with the name of the, the territory. But, um, yeah, I'm looking this forward to this one um, coming ready out. Ready to go, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I like it. They've done three, they've done three test games. Yep. I don't think there's been any technical issues. So um, I hopefully it'll come out very soon. So the other other game I'm involved in at the moment in the Diplo Lab, which is um, you know kicking along, is the uh, Austrian Succession War of Austrian Succession variant, and um, I'm playing. Who am I playing this game? Oh, so it's, it's the uh, um, Piedmont Sardinia, or Sardinia Piedmont, and um, so it takes place in Europe. Yes. In the 1640s, isn't it? No, 1740s. Okay, and we're seeing sort of the bottom half of Scandinavia up there. And everyone um, was initially a bit confused by the fact that there's like some little, much the same way at the time that borders weren't really kind of clearly defined because you'd have um, 
the way that people would marry into different um, families, families and alliances yeah, yeah. and things like that, you kind of end up having this situation where you know Prussia has these a couple of little rump areas that are stuck in the middle of Bavaria and whatever like that. Okay, yep. Which is, it, it took a little while for people to get their heads around the fact that that doesn't really constitute a border, you know what I mean? Okay, yes, 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 yes. But um, it's a really nice visual map. Okay. And um, so far, it's been an enjoyable map again. I'm, I'm still in this, I mean, everyone's still playing in this game. And uh, it's, it's not quite like the, um, the, the Punic Wars game where everyone was just constantly knifing each other. Uh, I got stabbed very early on from, um, from Spain, but that still worked out okay because then France stabbed him. Yes. And then Spain's kind of, you know, backed off on me, but then I've stabbed Turkey. So um, at least I've still got alliance with Austria at the moment. But seeing Austria's been helping Turkey out, I don't know if that's going to last much longer. Right. I hope it does, but who knows. How? Oh, okay, is it built anywhere? Or is it? Can you? Or is it home? Is there any special rules? I think for it's. This? I think it's only uh, home supply centres. Yep. So my as Piedmont Sardinia, Sardinia my uh, home centres. Actually, I think you are home centre, right? Were um, Savoy, Piedmont, and Sardinia. And this time, and actually during the build phase, uh, I could only I could build two units. But I actually only had one supply centre of my original home centres that was open. In. Yep. Okay. Because um, Spain still owned Sardinia. Yep. Okay. Uh, so look, it's I like these new unit designs. Oh, I love They're them! I actually nice, commented on that yep. in Global. I said I really like the designs. And somebody usually it's straight away. Oh, that's a fleet. That's an army straight off. But even like the little, the little, um, the armies have like. Old school um, shields. Oh, they've got the, um, the flag got, on. They've got the flags on it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so, a nice touch. So you know yeah. the the uh, Turkish have got like the crescent. Uh, someone's actually picked up very. I mean, I wouldn't have picked this up, but like within the Prussians, it's got like the Prussian eagle on it, and everyone said, "Oh, that's really cool." The Bavarians have got that, you know, that blue and white check type of triangle. No, no, so it's, it's triangles there. But like, if you you you've, have you been to you've been to Munich, have you? No, but that's what that that's, that's the, a, like a blue and white Bavarian flag, the, yeah. Yeah, the blue triangle facing down, the white triangle facing up. I don't think it was triangles, I thought it was squares, wasn't it? No. Squares? Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Anyway, and of course the England Brits have their little Oh, this is interesting. They've got the Union Jack, but it's actually prior to the, when you've got that red cross over the middle. So that should just be a red cross on white background, shouldn't it? Yeah, Same but in, in the modern yes. flag, but, but back then there wasn't. But, so this is 17... 1740s. 1740s. So that's the correct flag. Yeah, so um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about the, the flags for the Spanish and the French, I assume it's probably right. So what's specifically being um, tested in this particular run? I think the main thing is, is to kind of make sure that uh, at the technical level it's working correctly. Yep. Um, it's a an existing variant that's existed I believe in other forms and other locations okay, so yes. it's probably not necessarily being play tested for the balance angle or that's being discussed the other things that people have suggested along the way which uh, need to be corrected and, um, and most people have agreed with that is some of the, the, the naming convention so you'd be uh, most listeners would be familiar with the fact that the territories that have a supply center in them 
it's usually the, the supply centre name is usually the name of the city that that's, that's located, located in. Yep. But territories that generally don't have a supply centre in them usually have a, a broader territorial name. Yes. So when you think about uh, normal classic diplomacy, Paris is Paris, but Burgundy is Burgundy, even though there's no, there's no city of Burgundy. Yep. You know what I mean? And um, some players have picked up, for example, if you look at France here, there's a territory called Marseille. But there's no supply centre there. There's no supply centre, okay. Marseille. So, so some people suggested, well, maybe that should be called, you know, uh, Provence. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with Gascony, because Gascony, you know, they were saying, I think something else should be changed. I don't know. Okay. Well, it should be Aquitaine or something. Yeah, um, Aquitaine. Very good. Nice old school geography there, Kana. <laughs> a bit of a cheese for that one. Cheers. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. That's right. Uh, okay, what's going on here? Like, east? I think that might be... Yeah, yeah, that's confusing. I think that's East Prussia. Okay. Hamburger, Hanover. But actually, but on that basis, that should be saying... Is that Con is that Cons Konigsberg? Konigsberg? It's now got a different name since, you know, that stopped being part of Germany you know, after World War II and became part of Russia. Okay. Uh, look, look, it's a nice it's a nice one. It's got those funny borders. It's got wacky borders. Like, um, and that's the thing. Hey, I've been reading your borders book that you gave me for Christmas. Oh, yeah? yeah I'm, I'm about 40% through it, yep. which is amazingly slow when you consider it's only about a 120-page book. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's quite dense information. Yeah, yeah. The start was a bit, a bit dense. But, yeah, I've kind of got to the stage now where it's... Um, I talked about the evolution of borders and the nature of borders back in, you know, oh, yeah. old, old school <laughs> days through to the medieval period, through to, you know, the modern period. So it's dealing with current situations. Probably it's more like just around the um, interwar, interbellum period, between you know, World War One and World War Two. Okay, yes. Yep, but yep. it's really interesting. It, um, it is interesting, isn't it? Is it is an interesting book, yeah. It's like I, <laughs> I, I, I said it on the last episode, you know, it's like it sounds like a really dry subject, but it's actually really quite, quite interesting. Yeah. You know how do these things pop into existence? Why do we have little squiggly lines as a border? Yeah. You know. So you know, yeah. every second day I'm probably reading it for 10, 15 minutes on the bus on the way to work. <laughs> You'll get there in the end. I will, and then I'll start on your your Playboy book of games. Because you're an international man of, you know, mystery. Who <laughs> <laughs> only reads it for the articles and the, and the book. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nice nice map. A uh, lot of fun. The, um, the, the territory configuration, it's been good. Um, Is Croatia adjacent to the sea? Uh, yeah. I believe so. So it's not like this... Dalmatian provinces in between it. Oh, yeah, so that, 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 that bit of Dalmatia with the islands, I think, is part, these islands up here just um, immediately south of Karth, whatever Karth is. Can you move Bosnia, Dalmatia, Karth without having to go to Croatia? That's a good question. And is Croatia adjacent to the sea? Or, I mean, that would um, be an interesting little visual way of getting around that coastal issue. Hmm. I'll, um, I'll ask about that. Because, okay, it's clear when you start the game about the nature of um, these little principality type of things that are in the middle of nowhere land. But for neutral territory, I don't know. 
be interesting, you know, because yeah. uh, visually Dalmatia is all these islands plus this bit off car. Mm-hmm. So, but is Croatia also, yeah, look, yeah, look ask, I'd be interested. So, um, obviously for all of these things, we'll post links in the show notes. Uh, as I mentioned to um, Kane earlier, but I don't know if he knows, I'd really love to get some of those screenshots from your... Um, Oh yeah, I'll have to figure out how to take a screenshot off an iPhone. Yeah, it's, it's really easy on an iPhone, but I'm sure it's very difficult on an Android. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll send it to you tonight. Um, anyway, awesome. Also happening on the lab is oh, yeah. the conversion of the 901 world world new world. Uh, yes, the Beverly no Hills 90210 <laughs> game. <laughs> so the Western known world, complete with Brandon and Kelly and Dylan and the gang. <laughs> what do you watch at home, Andy? <laughs> Sorry, Kane. I'm having flashbacks to the '90s, mate. You probably wouldn't remember. You're probably you know kicking around in old school. Um, yeah. So the Western World 901 is the is the other variant that's being play tested at the moment in the Diplo lab. Um, and essentially, um, David E. Cohen's, you know, uh, like for instance. Uh, the Known World 901 map is an amalgam of two Known World maps, essentially. It was, it's gone put in. I don't know what, which came first, the chicken or the egg, whether or not he invented He did the um, Western think, Known I think, World I think evolution solved that, that problem. Probably has. But, you know, as a <laughs> figure of speech, um, you know, it... There's a couple of changes down yep. in the um, south-eastern quadrant of the map. Right. There's, there's actually a new power been added here. Oh. Um, so, who's that? Well, Kazari has been moved to the south. Yeah. And Arabia has been um, sort of moved to, to the, the west. East. To the west. No. no east. 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 And, and Egypt's sort of come up along the coast. Yeah, Egypt's got a little bit more of the um, Jerusalem and Damascus. So it's interesting. A bit, a bit of Marmaluke action happening there, maybe. <laughs> I thought you said a bit of Marmalade action. <laughs> Listeners at this point are going, oh, great, at last we got to the point where they're starting to get drunk and talking shit again. <laughs> talking rubbish again. <laughs> um... Uh, so there's also other... Uh, we'll, we'll be singing songs in next to no time, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Cheer up, sleepy <laughs> Dean. <laughs> oh, what can it mean? <laughs> there we go, Andy's off on it. <laughs> anyway, can't keep going on about your Marmaluke action. Uh, my Marmaluke action. Um, I, so we've got Iraq, which is a new territory. Um, Mecca is now a new territory. Um, and, and, and there's different connections. Like, for instance, if you look at Kaisal Kum and Kipchak, those connections... Kaisal Kum, that sounds like a character out of Game of Thrones. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but if you look at uh, the known world yep. 901 that we're familiar with, yep. you'll see that the um, connections of that of those regions are a bit different. Um, we're also getting different naming conventions. Uh, a lot of it's the same, but there are little tiny bits of difference. This is interesting. And the other thing, when um, 
when there was initial talk around about having a, a Western World 901, I don't know what it is, but I kind of naturally assumed you'd get the normal known World 901 game and you just kind of cleave it in half. But the nature of this map is you, you lose, uh, you know, 80%, 90% of that African theatre. It's really a European map that's just been extended a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... It, so it, it, wasn't, what was, it, wasn't, what was, it yeah. wasn't what I was expecting. I see this Kaisal Kum there. Yeah, yeah, there's Kaisal Kum. But Kaisal Kum is adjacent to Kipchak. Yep. Right. Which is still correct. Urgent. Yeah. And Bukhara, which yeah. is a supply centre. But now it's called Kurgish Korshan. Yeah, which is no longer ah. a supply centre. Right. Oh, and plainly over head. here. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like. And there's, there's, there's that interesting, um, so Urgent is still adjacent to Alidistan. Yep. But there's, and Coruscant. Coruscant, and that sounds yep. like a planet in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, oh, it's Herat. Coruscant. Have you seen the new Star Wars movie? Herat's disappeared. I, I have. Yeah? Do you want to change the topic? I Do you have. like it? Um, yeah, I actually, no, I'm not going to lie with you. I did enjoy it. I thought it was a, uh, you know, a enjoyable movie. Um, but I'm not that invested in the whole I'm, canon. I'm kind of assuming <laughs> that by now, you know, mid-January, if you're a Star Wars fan and you haven't watched it, oh, we're not going to give away too many spoilers here. The only thing that really kind of shitted me was the whole Leia thing when she kind of flew out into space. And it's like, oh, oh this is... This. I thought, yeah, okay, that was ridiculous. So this is, this you know, is she's going to be their, their way she's of never shown of, any power. Yes. Before, yeah. never, never, never oh. touched, never manipulated oh, no, anything. No, no, no. There was one, one, one small amount of powers that was in Jedi when, like, all of a sudden they had this connection across Luke and, and Leia, some connection about oh, Luke. You know what I mean? She can kind of feel some mental Jedi oh, connection. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, was Maybe good. when they were going past each other in a, in a, in a. Oh no! There was one of them was in like a, a big cruiser, and one of them was on the old, the, the new Death Star. Remember that? Yeah, but you're not exactly reincarnating yourself from a vacuum, are you? You know, it's a bit different. And it's, I mean, yeah. I was having a conversation with my son around this. So I was like, oh, yeah, that all makes sense. You know, she's got, you know, Jedi. It's like, okay, she might have Jedi's powers and everything like that, that, you know. But it's not made apparent. It's not, well, it's, it's, not, it's, not that, it's like natural it's like laws of physics. You know, if you took a human body, whether they've got magic Jedi powers or not, you put them into the cold, dark element of space where there is... No air, no atmosphere. No sounds of lasers or engines flying by. Shh. Yeah, or, or <laughs> oxygen to kind of facilitate the ability for things to blow up. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like minus whatever billion degrees zero it is. I don't know what it is in, in space, you know. Yeah, zero Kelvin. Yeah. Just there's a reason above. that, there's a reason yeah. currently when NASA or somebody sends somebody actually into space, they need all that equipment and shit. It's because if you don't have it, you kind of die. <laughs> Pretty quick you don't too. just kind of pop off, <laughs> get blown out of your spaceship, yeah. and then do some little Jedi things and you just get sucked back in. And I thought, oh, at the time, I thought, oh, this is their pathetic way of killing Carrie Fisher off. Well, I was kind of thinking, yeah, that's the exact same thing. And that's obviously what they were oh, trying yeah, to do. Okay, they've got oh, rid of her now. Okay, yeah, she's dead scene. in real life. Now they're going to have to figure out a way to How actually the fuck kill are they justify it? Yeah, yeah, but she's, she's actually alive in the in the, in, in the universe. Yeah, she hasn't died in the movie yet. She hasn't died yet because she's dead. 
So what, what are they going to like stitch her face onto a mannequin somehow? And that being said, in episode seven, I really quite was it episode. No, no, it wasn't episode seven. It was the one before that? The the um, the standalone one. Prequel to the first. No, one. no, not a prequel. The standalone one. Yeah, no, the prequel to the original. Yes, the prequel to the so original. So the prequel right. to the original 1977. Yes, the one about oh, you know, a lot one, of yeah. a lot of people kind of died to kind of you know get these these Death Star planes. Okay? Yeah, yeah, and they stitched young ladies. And they had like a young lady. Yeah. I thought. That's really clever. And actually, I thought they did some type of crazy CGI, but it was just an actress who happened to look like her. No, it was CGI. No, it was an actress that really looked like her. It was an actress. Google it. Oh, is it? Was this a Star Wars podcast? (laughs) What else is going on in the lab, Ambie? No, nothing's going on in the lab. It's all, everyone's talking Star Wars. (laughs) How are the variants that you're developing going? Oh, you asshole. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been a bit busy with, with some real life things and um, haven't done anything with them. No. I haven't progressed them. I've actually got all good intent and I think actually what my secret should be is just to focus on one of them and get one done. Then move on to another one. Get that done. Because at the moment I'm not getting anything done. Well, Yes. But because I'm trying to get other things happening, you know what I mean, in real life. So oh, real life. Real life. Real life. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so out of the ones that you were talking about, like you were talking about, you know, a, a, a Napoleonic one and a Ninjas mm. versus Samurai, which mm. of those two would you jump Look, on? Look, I probably first? will actually do Napoleonic first, only because it's a little bit easier, because it's just tinkering with a couple of borders. I, um, I had a conversation, an email, um, PM message with, with Ollie around how to deal with some of the elements about the ninjas versus samurai because I had the idea originally of uh, you, you recall the technical coding would be the samurai would be um, uh, armies yes. and ninjas technically would be fleets and what you'd end up doing is you'd create a situation where the real life land is coast yeah, so you're mucking around. So that both can go yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, you're mucking yeah. around the code. You're doing yeah, some yeah, yeah. bad, Just some bad, bad hacks. You know, yes. That work. And dirty, 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 dirty. dirty. <laughs> and the idea being that because, you know, you have these little um, uh, butterfly wings or ninja wings or whatever like that on the, so- on the feet of the ninjas, they can run across water. And I had the idea originally of uh, not being able to stop a turn in water. So that you know you, and because because the ninjas can move two two spaces, uh, you'd be able to move you know to an adjacent bit of water, and then move to an adjacent bit of land, which might actually skip over multiple territories. Yeah. And that makes sense, but it seems to be a bit of an issue with how to organise the coding, so that you enforce that. Because the idea yeah. being that if you kind of. Uh, did it where you just moved from land, water, water that you would drown and it would die. Yeah. And then I thought, well, if you just do that, yeah, I don't know. Is this comes complicated? Because there's all this this coding stuff that Ollie went, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could probably, I'm pretty confident I can get some time and work that out. So from that point of view, I think it's easier just to do the Napoleonic changes, which are. Yeah, yeah. Bit of tinkering, nothing major. It's just a case of trying to get the right balance in the game so that neither player, the um, Napoleon or the Six Coalition, has two has an advantage. Hmm. 
Yeah, and look, if, if you're not having to worry about the coding side of it all, then it's, it's a lot easier to get a variant up and running. Yeah. And speaking of a variant up and that's going to it's up and coming to get running, yes, what? Divided States! Yes! How close is it going to be? When's it going to come out? Oh, he was predicting by the end of this month. Seriously? Yeah, on, that, on, his, on his forum post, he was saying really? it should be up by the end of the month. Um, so, <laughs> how cool is that? Um, Flame pretty much, uh, Flame asked him if he wanted to um, do a playtest play on... Set up so that... Yeah, yeah, it's just basically to set it up. Does it run on a server that's not your own? Yeah. You know, and does the different um, rule changes work? So things like convoy on the island convoys. Okay, how's the island convoys work again? Well, well basically if you're on a, well, same as a river convoy. Right, so even though you're on a coast, it's considered a coast. So yeah, you asked a question about river convoys. Are they, are they, are they in or are they out? Or you haven't heard? Well, the code's the exact same there, right? So you don't have to make new code. If, it's, if, if, if you call um, somewhere on the Mississippi an island, you call it a coast, that's convoyable. So you've got, you got, you got a list of... Basically, you need to make a list of territories where an exception is made if it's a coast right. to be able to convoy. And World War uh, 4, 6.2 does it, you know, with, with islands... the way the islands work, yep. ...that you can convoy through. So if you have a fleet on that territory, you can um, essentially convoy it. Yep. Over that, as if that territory... Oh, that's right, image doesn't work very well on iPads because they're yeah. full of i2. Such as it is. Um, so essentially, it, I, th I thought it'd be really cool. But yeah, you can yeah, sort yeah, of get yeah, this yeah. idea, this, this sort of green patch yeah, yeah. Um, in, in running up these coasts. Mississippi, yeah. The Mississippi. And there's some interesting connections happening around, around the, Great the Great Lakes. Around the Great Lakes and out through the Erie Canal the and, and, and the um, St. Lawrence yeah. thingy. Um, you know, are, are these territories which are adjacent to the Mississippi going to be able to convoy? Convoy. Which would be really cool, you know, like if you, it would be a great way to get units from one point A to point B yeah. really quick and give the whole point to um, having fleets use the waterways essentially. Yep. Um, of, of these inland areas, which often um, I've, I've seen in variants which don't have convoyable rivers that people just don't really bother with sending fleets along them because, yep. well, what's the point? You can't support either way forward or back but it's also got transform options um, oh, one good. of the things you wanted to I think that, that's, in. that's so necessary for something to scale. coastal power to be yeah. able to make your way inland inland power to make your way onto the coast um, so just to see if that convoy works see if the sheer you know number of players works so I think from memory what, what they were suggesting I think on the lab they said you know you're never going to get 50 players signing up for a test game was the idea to get like five players sign up and that there was somebody so basically you get in such a way that you can I, I don't know how yeah, you can make think, dummy accounts dummy accounts so yep. you have like each player would have control 10 states oh no they'll set it up so like you know five people join but you know they just fill up the empty spaces with oh. dummy accounts accounts that are just going to stand okay they're not going to test it as a game they're going to test it to see if the code works you know does does it work on a on another server 
okay. that there's two layers of, there's actually three layers of transparencies going on between other territories. Does, um, you know, does the, the, the convoys over coastal territories work? Does the transform option work? I don't know if there's neutral armies. What else is the other code that was going on there? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do, do all these little special rules work? And if it does, you know, let's bring it over. You know. oh, it's, it's the type of thing that's due to its breadth and, comp um, not complexity, but I think it's just general breadth. I imagine, I imagine when this goes live, even if you kind of went through an exhaustive testing process, there's going to be some fuck-ups along the way. So um, well, I think well, provided yeah. anyone who signs up for it is, is aware of that, I think it's fine. But well, essentially, like, like if... if but Technosa has been really, really, really diligent with this one, hasn't he? Oh, he has. Um, like, looking at it, I can't see any um, misconnections. And I did go through and I had a look at a whole heap of different territories just randomly and yep. a little bit systematic to see if I couldn't see any sort of... <laughs> randomly systematic? <laughs> well, it t you know, two or three times, you know, once I just randomly looked at different territories, once I sort of skimmed on a yep. diagonals and another time I just sort of randomly did both. Yep. Um, just to just sort of see if there were any territories that I could see that were not really connecting the way they should or if there was missed connections that gotcha. should be there. Yep, yep. Um, I couldn't see anything. Um, that's not to say that there won't be... Did you check movement. out the sea lanes and everything as well? The sea lanes look all pretty good. Um, he's got his head around how that works. Um, but I'm sure, like you're saying, um, that would be that would be the thing which... Um, if there was going to be an error in it after they put it on the lab, they found all the special rules work. Yep. If there's going to be an error, that would be where the error pops up. Oh, there's a territory that's connected where it shouldn't be connected, or there is a territory that isn't connected where there should be. In which case, that's an easy fix. It's a really easy fix to, to do. Um, there's only one thing at the moment that I don't know if I like or don't like, and that is the interconnectedness between the east coast and the west coast of the yeah yeah so what you're talking about is the P assume, pacific assume, ocean assume, connection to the caribbean yeah like yep. the assumed connection that's there with the panama canal but also an assumed connection across the top of canada yeah to the northern the arctic um, yeah know, the, the um, whatever that must be yep so um northern passage yeah, the, I mean, a little bit of me goes, you need that to kind of spice up the game, you know what I mean? And be able to move from one side to another. But then another side of me goes, well, is that realistic? Shouldn't you then be able to kind of expand the game all the way down to be able to fight over those zones of control? But, I mean, realistic, oh, I guess look, there's a certain I, suspension of disbelief that's required. I think... For me, personally, I can imagine a scenario where you have a coalition of West Coast and a coalition of East Coast. You know, after Palais has been knocked out, you know, there's some sort of strong foundation in the middle which are able to, yep. you know, protect, them, protect their interests. And these connections from the Pacific to the Caribbean, from the Pacific to the North Atlantic, all of a sudden become highly contested. Right, I mean, that would be like a really interesting thing to see over a time lapse, say, or something that's, you know, season by season. I, I do, yeah, definitely looking forward to this one. Love it. If 
if it came out by the end of the, uh, end of the month. Oh, look, I just love it when it comes out. Could be fucking five years away, and I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you, you did put on the run sheet another variant that's in development that I know absolutely nothing about. I did. American-Mexico Civil War variant. What's that about? No idea. <laughs> Seriously? I don't know what you're talking about. It was on you. It was, it was like you had it. I kind of PM'd you a couple of, or maybe a week or two ago and said, oh, we should get together, blah, 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 blah. And you said, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I want, I want to put on this one. What's that about? Oh, Okay, I've got oh, to go back to our conspiracy app. Oh, conspiracy app. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Is it going to be their first variant? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be their first variant. I've got to just pull up their... Uh, That's weird. You know, they've got a variant that no one else has got. Well, they haven't developed it yet. It's... I'd be very interested um, that they've, they've got this... This image of a blank North America, you know, it's yes, it's just a um, teasing, just a teasing. It says, so you don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. We don't know what period it is. It's got to be what fall of the American Empire, it. isn't it? Um, yeah, well, it's got to be, hey, you know. Um, and so, I, I'm just, I'm just very interested, given that the way they've um, renamed the name of diplomacy to be conspiracy. Yeah. That and I hope that they do proper um, attribution to whoever the variant creation is. I'm sure they will. Um, Thirty-three comments. What's that about? Oh look, I don't know how to navigate Facebook. I've got this like Mickey Mouse Kana Kana account, just so I can. <laughs> it's got no friends. <laughs> Kana Kana has no mates. <laughs> Poor Kana Kana. Yeah. Anyway, I can't um, understand what these people are saying. They're all like I said. You know that—that's what that was about, and that's why I kind of looked at your blank. Um, hmm. Anyway, so that—that's that. You know. Excellent. And so, what's left? Well, we just wanted to um, give a shout out to C. Jurek, who gave us a really awesome review on iTunes. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Thank you for that. I think I'm saying that right. Jurek. Sejuric. Sejuric. Yeah, so uh, spelt C-J-U-R-I-C. And as he points out, it's with, not with a K. We Just in case we got confused. <laughs> All right, so, so he said some great things, but as, as uh, Kaner and I have talked about before, we're not going to read them out anymore because it sounds like we're big noting ourselves and we don't need to do that because after... You listened to this for about an hour and a half. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. And Apologies uh, for the, you know, potentially poor audio quality. When we were at the pool. When we were at the pool. You really shouldn't have gone for a swim halfway through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah. yeah, talking about uh, iTunes and reviews and everything like that. Look, remember, it doesn't take very long to go all the way to the right. Five stars. Fuck it. Don't worry about writing anything. Just five stars. That'll be enough. <laughs> we do it for the love of it. Um, hope you enjoyed our first uh, podcast for 2018. Yeah, and maybe we might get some interviews happening soon. We hope to have some interviews maybe, maybe, um, maybe. over this year. So, um, stay tuned. We better do a clean... I'm out of my, my wine, but we'll go, uh, I'm Ambie. And I'm Kana. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, see you guys. See you guys, bye.